Welcome back to Real. I like don't have a voice today. I am sultry. Huh? Sultry. Is it a little sexy? Sexy. (laughs) I am very excited today because I have a guest that is a friend and it's so much more fun when you just have a friend on the pod. Um, I have Carly Shapiro today. You might know her from Sister Snacking. You might know her from her TikTok videos. I also feel like people might know you from Tess at this point. I was just going to say you might know me from From my girlfriend. Your girlfriend. What's her? What's her? um, Lamb Chop. Oh, yeah. Lamb Lamb Chop Chop 97. Um, welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. I, this is like peak entertainment for me because I feel like you have so many stories that we need to dive into. I like got, I got some stories. You got, you've been through some shit. I've seen some I've things. Seen some I've shit. come back from some things. <laughs> First of all, we need to like get it. Cause people are like, how do you guys even know each other? Um, I want to get into how we actually know each other. When did we meet? I don't know. I was thinking about that today. I don't know. We we met probably, was it like when our sisters, so our sisters are actually like best friends, which is really iconic. Um, so iconic. They go to school together at Syracuse and I don't know when we met. It must have, like we must have spoken for the first time when they started. Right, when it, right? Because I don't think was... I knew. I just remember my sister being like, yeah, my my friend like 2021, 2022, e, like 2021, maybe. I don't know. I just remember my sister being like, oh, I have a friend who's like also an influencer. And I was like, oh, my God, what kind? She's like their sister snacking. And I was like, holy shit. And I also feel like back then, I don't know if people knew as much about you guys, but I feel like you guys have blown up since then. It's been a it's been a steady climb. It's been like ebbs and flows on some days you know Mm -hmm. like sometimes there's a week that we're like oh my god everyone is like talking about us or quiet quiet days quiet weeks you know how'd you guys get into that I want to start off or maybe actually let's do some background on like your life all of it (laughs) oh god yeah like where you're from and then like your sisters and how you got into it yeah so I'm 27 I'm from Connecticut we're all from Connecticut um I went to Syracuse also and moved to the city right after. Um, I identify as a lesbian, came out in 2018, right after I graduated college. And me and my sisters have a food, Instagram, TikTok, social situation that we have been slowly growing since like 20. We started our Instagram in 2015, but you're like us. Yeah. 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 You, you were the grinding from, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then like the age of like reels and TikTok, like video content, we started really getting attention for just like our opinions on food mm-hmm. and like, there you go. And then in the meantime, I also went to law school and passed the bar. So I'm Ooh. also a lawyer. We love, love lawyer queen. Well, officially in like a week, I'll be a lawyer. Oh my God. I'm getting sworn in soon, but that's so exciting. It's I'm excited. Been, I, and I feel like that's also been a journey for you, the lawyer stuff. Oh, yeah. Coupled with a with a rough breakup, that was mm-hmm. a tough. Yeah. Yeah. So going yeah. back to when you guys started, like the food account, where did that come from? Like, how did you decide to start? Were your sisters always, were you guys always like passionate about it? Like, yeah, we always, I'll say it started with my sister, Madison, who just like loved 
food and like the food network and diners drive-ins and dives so like as the little sister i would just come and watch tv with her and Mm -hmm. she was like well we're watching giada and i'm like okay (laughs) so i didn't i didn't get used to it i didn't get to use the remote you know um i'm sure that was you and chloe was like i guess we have to watch oh whatever chloe took the lead you know chloe oh (laughs) all right role reversal but um (laughs) what was chloe watching i fucking i don't know lazy town <laughs> good big sister do you remember like obviously i remember lazy town julia was watching this same. yeah like yeah. she was watching all those like weird ass tv shows that were like so good back oh, yeah, then i forget they were she was like the baby yeah so it was the, the, precedent like freaking wonder pets like you know i'm talking like <laughs> what a, what a good show yeah yeah i watched that with the, julia the, with the, it would save the world it yeah. was like a guinea pig and a turtle <laughs> Wow. So yeah, TV's come so far. I know. Chloe took the lead on that shit. But okay, so you guys started the account and then when did you, like how how consistent were you going until you actually saw growth? So we were like, we all had different jobs. I worked at a talent agency out of college. I was in the mailroom. Mm -hmm. I was like doing that shit. Can we swear? Of course. Yeah. Great. Um, And then. (laughs) Very much so. And then. Madison and Sarah both had, my older sisters both had different jobs. We all moved home for covid Mm -hmm. and that's when everyone was on tiktok we were like let's make a sister snacking tiktok and just start making like stupid videos stupid funny cute like cooking but then also like remember in covid when people were doing those dinners like themed dinners to like oh my god yeah stay sane yeah we were doing those like dress as a celeb and come down at like seven o'clock and we did that and then like some of them started blowing up like making madison making her chicken cutlets and like what we were doing for dinner and then we started posting about takeout restaurants in connecticut that blew up we were literally like keeping restaurants open in oh connecticut my God. like these small restaurants that we would go to and like try their like famous paella that was a takeout option and like it was just it was very pandemic mm-hmm. era um and then i moved back to the city madison moved back sarah moved back we all were like wait We've been posting about these restaurants forever, like Coat, like the like the OG like yeah. New York City restaurants. Mm-hmm. We were like, no one's making videos about these, mm-hmm. so we started making these videos, and and then things really picked up from there. Yeah. And then since then, in the last year, every Sarah quit her job, Madison quit her job, or everyone started doing it full time. So then, when I graduated law school, I was like. I could go get a job as a lawyer mm-hmm. or I could do this and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing this full time content creation full time and I'm opening like a small practice for influencers to do contracts for. Wait, so. that's insane. I didn't know that. I will be using you. Starting slowly. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's such a good way to combine the two. Mm-hmm. But it's also crazy how like I feel like a lot of us started the, during the pandemic and fast forwarding to now, even though you guys are a group of people, you're still able to all monetize off of it and yeah. make a living off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, there's no sister snacking PJ, but maybe, maybe someday there, <laughs> there will be a jet with our I'll logo on the side. I'll, I'll, as long as I get Not the today. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend actually, when she, when like her and her family are mad at each other, they go, you're not invited on the yacht. So like, it's like an honor if it's like, you can come on the, you on the jet. PJ. Yeah. That would be a great honor. Yeah. Okay. I want to go back to um, when you were in college and kind of get away from the food stuff and Mm -hmm. talk about like personal stuff now. 
So when you were in college, obviously you said you came out after. Mm -hmm. What was that like? And like, were you in relationships before? And like, Mm -hmm. take me through that. Let's get real. And yeah, when did you know? So, so very interesting. A lot of, I know a lot of people like have a similar story, Mm -hmm. um, but I've known since I was like very young. Okay. Like I, like I always like knew something that I like didn't connect with guys or like feel this way about guys that like all my friends would be like, oh, he's so cute. Like when we were like in middle school or Mm. whatever. And I always like really like respected like female relationships and like just like I cared so much more about like friends that I liked Mm -hmm. than like chasing boys. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in a town that like and when we were growing up, I don't think it was the same it It was not the same as it is today and so like I think I just knew that I couldn't be different and I you know shoved something deep down Mm -hmm. um but before I did that I had a best friend that we like experimented when we were younger Mm -hmm. and I remember feeling so wrong about it Mm -hmm. like I was like this is not okay Mm -hmm. like this is not good I need to like have a boyfriend that's crazy that it's internalized homophobia that a lot of people have yeah so I shoved that deep down somewhere in the back of a closet Mm -hmm. (laughs) way far back back. and then I went to high school and I like had a boyfriend or two and I definitely like like really liked the guys that I was with like I had like I think two boyfriends in college that or in high school and I wasn't like lying. I wasn't like faking anything, but definitely like nothing ever felt like comfortable yeah. and like true. Mm-hmm. And then I went to college and um, how do I put this? Like I explored more than the average. You can also, you don't need to, you can like be like, well, if my, mo- if my mom, okay, 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 okay. But she knows <laughs> however I, much or little you feel comfortable with. <laughs> I, I've ran around Syracuse, you know, I was in a sorority. I, I was like, um, how do I want to say this? I was seeking mm-hmm. in as many ways as possible mm-hmm. how to be straight. <laughs> okay. As a closeted lesbian, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I feel like I had friends that told me they weren't. I was like, really? Are no, you lying? lying? Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> that's that's a like just universal girl experience. We are never reaching completion oh, okay. in straight relationships. Until, until, until you're, you're like dating, dating someone and you're yeah. like, this is how you yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's, it's wild. So, okay, so after college, you... Take me through, like, actually now discovering yourself and, and what that was like. So senior year, I I think senior year in college is when you're, like, getting a brain, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You're, like, becoming you're a like, little bit more of an adult. Yeah. It was when I started thinking about, like, moving to New York, moving to New York, getting a job, having, like, an apartment. I was going to have roommates, like... Like it was, it was getting closer and closer to being like, I'm not in this bubble of Syracuse anymore. And I felt like I could be more relaxed with like worrying about like gossip and like, like doing something wrong that would like literally fuck up my reputation. Cause in New York you can be anonymous, like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So I was inching closer and closer to graduation. And I remember like finally like letting the memories back in my brain like I remember being like okay this happened when I was a kid like when I was younger I liked it I have not 
thought about it and I haven't wanted to, but I started like uncovering, I started seeing a therapist when I was in senior year of college and it was a slow progression of like, when I am ready, I will talk about this with someone other than a therapist. Mm. And I moved to the city. I started a job. I was like having it, like I was having the best, like hot girl summer, first summer, like on my own. And I made a friend at work at the talent agency that I was at who was like very openly a lesbian. Like I, and I confided in her. Mm-hmm. I then started like practicing, like telling people, like literally like practicing at home. Like, and I at first did it with my roommates and I, and like some close friends. And I said, like, oh, I have a date on Saturday. And they were like, oh my God, you do? Who is he? And I'm like, actually, it's a girl. And that was how I started. And then I told my sisters the night before my 22nd birthday and um, still in the summer in July of 2018. And it was like the most relief of a feeling. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like I was going to puke if I didn't say it. And I was sitting there and I started crying and sweating. And I was like, I just have to say it. And then they were like, there was nothing wrong. Like, and the biggest, the biggest challenge was telling my parents. And that was just like a hard conversation but it was hard because I made it hard. Like it was not, they were more than open and they were Mm -hmm. so like accepting and like, they were like, that's it. Like my mom was like, that's what you're so worked up about. And I was like, (laughs) it's not as easy. Like, so, um, and then you go about that. Like with your parents, what did you say? And like, did you be like, did you say beforehand? Like, I need to talk to you about something and like set like, yeah, I literally went into my mom's room and I sat on her bed and I was like, I, I was like crying already and I was mm-hmm. like, I just have to tell you something. I'm seeing someone and it's a girl. And I was like crying. She was like, Aww. okay, great. And that was <laughs> it. And I was just sitting there being like, that's it? Like, okay. You're like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know why I built it up, but I guess it's just, it was a, it was a long time coming and. It's so valid for you to have built it up, especially when it was something that you knew and then you suppressed and then it came back out and it's your parents. Like we put the most value, I feel like for me at least in what our parents think of us and we want to make them proud. And there's still that stigma around that. Like this is, this is something that is, it's almost, and I can't speak for your experience, but like it's, it feels like baggage or it feels like something that you. And like, don't you think making them proud, like making your mom proud wasn't always like, bringing home like a nice Jewish guy and like that was making them proud and so it felt like I was like doing the opposite of that yeah and and I I've talked to my parents so much about this just like what if um me and my because my parents are always very open our family's very open and they always you guys are so close yeah so they always have made it a space like which is so nice I'm like sadly we're (laughs) but sadly to let you guys down sorry yeah no but they they've really always made it a space like given us the floor if we've ever wanted to which is which is a really nice thing like at, at dinner if anybody if needs to come out right now now like, is the time I'm not kidding there have been conversations like that my mom's like are you sure oh my god like, I haven't dated someone in so long my mom's like are you sure and I'm like I think for now I'm I think sure I, I think I would know yeah like I'm, I think you know I mean I'll let you know if but yeah, it, yeah. so but they, they've always given an open environment but it is true that 
I think they go out of their way because there's the typical Jewish parent, or I think even in other cultures, mm-hmm. other religions, it's a similar feeling. Yeah. Of like, there's just an expectation. Oh, God, we all have to let that go. Mm-hmm. The internalized homophobia is like so old. We gotta, 100%. we gotta let it go, you guys. I know. Ugh. And I think was that the hardest part for you, like, versus telling other people, was it the internal? Like, did it take you a long time to kind of still come to terms with that, even after oh coming my, out? Yeah. And so many people, if you ever have a friend come out to you, like, you you will notice they will not say, I am gay. Yeah. For, a, for a long time. Yeah. Took me a while. Mm-hmm. Took a while to even say, like, oh, I'm going to, like, a gay bar tonight. Like, it takes mm. a minute. And, like, I know people that are in, like, good relationships and they're still, like oh yeah I have a boyfriend like instead of saying like I'm gay Mm. it's 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 a crutch until you're like strong and prideful which I mean I've been out for six years now which feels like feels like longer like it feels like I've always been been out yeah um but it's crazy I get it because I've had friends that have that have come out and it's definitely a journey like it's not like you wake up one day and tell everyone and then it's like a switch Mm -hmm. like I feel like it's very gradual like for someone that has a friend that just came out like what is like do you have any advice for like how to support and like just not ask the wrong questions or um like how to how to be there and and be a supportive friend without overstepping or you know yeah that's such a good question because I think it's so situational. Mm-hmm. If you have someone who just came out or you think they're going to come out, it's it depends where they're at. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're in that period of, like, they are working on it themselves, don't fucking push. Let it. Like, it, everyone's journey is, like, so personal and so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone outs you, it's, like, literally scarring. Yeah. Like, no, I, so much trauma. I can't even imagine. So that in itself but like in the after part if you have a single friend who like just came out and is trying to like sow their oats in the new york city gay scene like be like i'll come with you to a bar like just having like support because the gay community can be really lonely if you don't have friends Mm -hmm. i know i like struggled with that in the beginning Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) it's especially hard because most of the times they want to hook up with you and not be your friend Mm. I've had a few situations where that's happened and I was just like, I just really needed a friend right now. And so it's just sometimes it like just being supportive for like those events where they want to go out, they want to go do something or just to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So now moving into the city, coming out and you start going out and stuff. Mm -hmm. What was that like getting into the scene and dating? And so I was on all the apps Mm -hmm. and I saw this girl. We started talking and I asked a friend, do you know this person? And she was like, yeah, my ex is her ex. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, there's there's so much. And they were like, welcome to the scene. And this is how it's going to be. Yep. 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 It um, it's so so small and there's even more when we get to like the breakup stuff mm-hmm. there is so much more like like I when my four-year relationship ended I hooked up with my ex's ex's ex wait so let me know I'm like my, my, my brain is computing my ex who you know yeah yes. her ex 
uh-huh. her ex. I oh hooked up God. with her. So, so they dated and we dated and then I went there and she, you know, they, that's, yeah. This literally reminds me. And I, I was saying this to you the other day. I'm like, I love like the lesbian TikTok drama. Why is this in real life? The, the drama is in real life. I was such a cliche. I was mad at myself that I was a cliche. <laughs> I mean, and my ex cheated on me with a girl who was like, who I know, who like we know, oh like was God. at our pride parties. Like it's too small. It's like gross, which is luckily why when I started dating Tessa, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go far away far. from here. Yeah. You're like, she lived move. in Connecticut. She barely was out. Like, well, she was out. She had a girlfriend before me, but <laughs> like never lived in New York. She uh-huh. was not in the scene. And I was like that that mm-hmm. take me far away yeah yeah the new york scene seems difficult and okay i want to get into your relationship but i also wanted to ask you do you, did you feel like it was hard to fit in a box in the new york scene because like and i know that i know it's this way with a lot of my guy friends that are gay mm-hmm. like so i was wondering if it's the same way in like the lesbian world and sorry if I'm saying that like no, dumb okay. I don't know how else to say it what do you it. mean like a box like I guess there's a certain um cliche like you said or expectation or you're supposed to only have lesbian friends or like I know a lot of guys are like that yeah I guess I like always like did my own thing and I very quickly was in a relationship when I came out so I didn't mm. really have the room to like go out with yeah. like lesbians yeah. and like make a friend group yeah I tried Mm -hmm. it didn't go so well (laughs) they're just like tight-knit and they like don't really let many others in and like Mm -hmm. once you hook up with one and like that ends like it's just like they don't want you to be a part of it I was like sad because I just wanted to have like some Mm -hmm. some gay friends to go out with yeah and like there was like a group that would like go out and I always would be like I wish I was invited because like individually I was like kind of friendly with all of them Mm -hmm. but never got to like be a part of it Mm -hmm. um and then there's like a few, there's a few different like I'm not gonna name names, but there's yeah. like a few different like pods of like groups. Uh-huh. There's like one group that they do all these like trips together, and it's like really fun. And they oh like do all these houses upstate, and I'm always just like, that looks like fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like there's like different, there's different groups. There's like f- cliques. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking about, though. Like there's like these, it it does become like clicky. Yeah. And, and everyone for, knows kind of who the clicks are. And yes. Like, that's yes. Wild. Fortunately and unfortunately, I started in a relationship like very soon after. Mm-hmm. So I kind of isolated myself and was like, I'm just going to be in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't I also have like great straight friends. Yeah. Like, I have such good friends from college and from high school, like from growing up that I go out with and I spend a lot of time with my sisters and I yeah. are so close and yeah, I have them course. too. So it's like. I didn't need another group of friends, but it was definitely like something that made me sad because I felt like I was missing out on like that aspect. Yeah. Like I'm not going to, there was one time I dragged my straight, my two straight friends <laughs> to, to, um, cubby hole, which is like the famous, that's my old bar. apartment. Yeah. Oh my God. Right there. Yeah. It was, a, I, I literally, I would see the lines around. Yep. The, I'm like, this place looks fun. What yep. the fuck? Yep. I would drag them there. Can we go I, one time? Cause I just, I need to, ex- yeah. I need to experience it. We can go. I want to go. I literally it's would like, watch the lines out the door every single day and be like, these people are having so much fun. It's smaller than yeah. this area of your apartment. It has like all these colorful things hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, like and the drinks are disgusting. You can get a vodka soda it and be like, like that what kind. is this? Yeah. And, but it's like, I think like $8 and it's 
you go to meet gays yeah gay girls Prime, but like, also village. now it's like all like gay guys and, and I want to be like you guys have plenty yeah of bars <laughs> to go to let the lesbians have two we have right. two yeah what's the other what's the, the other one's Henrietta Hudson I don't even know what that is it's um on is it on Hudson it's like also the West Village okay. but like so that was like literally my old stomping grounds but yeah Cobby Hole always looked so fun and I was like oh my god I need to like go here one time yeah Okay, so we have to go together one, one time. This is this is how crazy it is, Carly. You don't mm-hmm. understand. When I had come out, I was like casually hooking up with this girl. We went to Cubby Hole after we like got drinks somewhere else mm-hmm. on a date. We go to Cubby Hole. Turns out, this is before I started dating my ex. Yeah, we should come up with like a fake name for her. Yeah, we could use Susan. <laughs> we could use Susan. Um, before I met Susan, I was on this date with a girl. We went to Cubby Hole <laughs> after. And Susan and her girlfriend at the time were at Cubby Hole. And she said, like, oh, I remember I saw you there. And it was, like, two months before we started dating. Oh, my God. We, this, see, it's, like, too small. It's too small of a world. It's way too small. That's insane. Yeah. But I'm not surprised because it's, like, it is such a small, tight-knit Ugh, situation. It's exhausting. So with your ex, like, mm-hmm. what what was the story there? I mean, I, I know the story, but mm-hmm. but whatever you feel comfortable sharing like what happened with that and like also share it all share no like I yeah okay so I met Susan on an app we can use Stacy okay that's like the most classic okay typical name yeah Stacy Stacy's mom has got it going on so I meet Stacy on an app we start dating um in October of 2018 Mm mm-hmm we dated for four years. We moved in together to an apartment in Brooklyn. And um, I thought we were getting married. It was it was what I thought was really good. I thought there was, like, a lot of love there and a lot of good times. Um, there were obvious, like, fights. And looking back now with a different view and a lot of therapy. Mm. A lot. Um, it was not the relationship that I thought I was in. Um so we can we can talk about the downfall Mm -hmm. so we had lived together for like six months I started feeling very distant from Stacy and um it was like very evident we had like a lot of weddings coming up we had like a lot of plans for the summer and um Stacy worked a lot um and so the distance was like there but like the fights were not amazing um but there was still like what I thought like a lot of love and I thought like there's a point in a relationship that you get to where you just like are under both understanding that like you are committed in this relationship like whatever fight happens you know at the end of the day it's going to be the two of you and you're going to figure it out and you're going to get it back together and like move on so I thought that that was the place that I was in but I think a lot of lack of communication on my my ex-girlfriends and was that I was like so unaware of like what was happening in her mind Mm. um and I realized that now like I realized that she was like absolutely pulling away she was she was not happy she was that's why every fight happened the way that it happened because she was not resolving it she was not putting in the effort to like be like okay I love you like Mm -hmm. we can come back together and like figure this out Mm -hmm. So, like, anytime I had a problem, it was falling on deaf ears. Like, anytime I 
was like that thing that you said like kind of bothered me and Mm -hmm. upset me like it was just like a blowout and I wasn't being heard right the community it was very upsetting she was she was done a while before it ended I wouldn't say a while because like actually I shouldn't say a while a month before she broke up with me Mm -hmm. we were like very happy and in love Mm -hmm. and I remember it because we were at a wedding and she like there was just like a, a lot of tender moments mm. that was like you don't fake this like this is there's love yeah, here like we are yeah. in love we are we've been together for four years well clear well obviously there was a reason that she had stayed and there was a reason so it seems like she almost was like having those moments of of doubts but then there was still so much love there and yeah and, and yeah. I'm not so so we'll get into the rest of it but yeah. before I start with the rest of it is that I I don't think when someone cheats that it's like you would have been together had they not met this person that they yeah, cheated with. I, I think it takes like a lot of back end for them to be in a place where like they would be like be talking to someone else. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't sit there and be like, if she hadn't met her or like talked to her, we would be together still. No, totally agree with that. So I like to think the downfall was pride of 2022. Mm we threw a joint pride party every year that right. it was really my labor of love. Like she really didn't do anything. I planned everything and I got like sponsored food for her sister's snacking. And it was like, I, I found the bar. Like she really just showed up. Right. Um, and we invited a lot of people. It was always a great, great time. Like mm-hmm. everyone loved to celebrate love. And this girl who we had both known for a while Stacy knew her longer than I did because this girl went to college with Stacy's younger brother. Yeah. And she had been in our pride parties previously. And we had seen her like at different bars and whatever and different times. And like we were both friendly. We were all yeah. friendly. Like it felt like I was a third wheel to them on that pride night. Interesting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And afterwards, I had heard like her friends through the grapevine. Her friends told me like we had to pull Stacy away from this girl. Like Carly was like looking for her, and like all these things came out after when I like was putting pieces together. Mm-hmm. From Pride on, there was, like, a f- many nights that she was, like, oh, I'm working late. And then her Find My Friends was in Kipps Bay in Murray Hill. And I'm, like, why? Like, where were you? And she was, like, we had a dinner. I'm, like, where did you eat? And she's, like, I don't know, some restaurant. And never in our relationship had she ever not known what restaurant she ate at. And I just, like, I trusted her. I thought we were getting married. Like, That's I, crazy that like she Like, I just- took it at face value. And I was, like, okay. And I just, like gone bad you just genuinely didn't think anything of it because if it was me like but I guess you really truly had that trust because how can you not how can you be like 
it's not but it's that's what how it should have that's been. how it is and i mean in my relationship now like i take it at, i go okay okay right. i trust you like with my life right so um that like i let be and then there was like other times like like a few other nights like my birthday she worked all day after we we like went to fort charles with my sisters mm-hmm. for my birthday brunch and then she was like i'm gonna work all day and she spent the day at her mom's apartment and like there I just like later knew like she was with her all day Mm. like like on your birthday it was the day before my birthday and then on my actual birthday was like a Monday so she was working all day and didn't come to my birthday dinner sorry I'm not getting choked up I just can't talk um she didn't come to my birthday dinner and she worked late and then I remember I came home and um was like can we like hang out and she like it was like I got like 10 minutes of like converse it was like not it was so sad so so do you know in that moment like I just felt like maybe we just needed a reset mm, but you Again, didn't think like, it was over no you were, okay we had a lease together yeah we had a credit card together <laughs> like what? yeah you were like we're based oh and and from- i was one of, her sister invited me to her bachelorette trip and i we didn't get to that point but i thought she was gonna ask me to be a bridesmaid oh my god i was in her group chat like for like bri- it was crazy it was crazy and and from the outside i didn't know you for that long but i always thought oh these they're getting married everyone did i like now a doubt in my mind everyone did. so i understand i did too we talked we like talked about rings there was like Anyway, so what happened was, this is how it all crumbled. I was going to the Hamptons that weekend right Mm -hmm. after my birthday. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I think we just need some time, like a reset. And I was sitting there being like, I was like very upset, but I was like, okay, if this is what you need, like understood, Um, we can just like not talk for the weekend. Like she was going down to the beach and I was going to be in the Hamptons with friends okay fine we separate and I we like didn't give guidelines like there was no like what you were allowed to do or not allowed to do but like to her which I which I know now to her we were broken up so I left for the Hamptons and I see her location at a bar near our apartment in Williamsburg I'm like why are you at a I had a bar right Wait, now. Why to her were you broken up? Like she thought like her, the conversation of communication was just like so low. And she thought the space meant we were done, I guess. But like I was coming back on Sunday night, I guess in her mind, I think she was like, you're going to come back and I'm going to break up with you. And like, I think she like really believed that like I was on that page. I, I think she must have convinced herself that I was like understanding of the place that she was at but it was never communicated to me right how would you have known that she was even in that place it just I mean I knew we had a conversation she was like I just don't feel how I used to feel about us but that's normal in a Mm -hmm. committed relationship Mm -hmm. like not every day is like honeymoon day right and okay we're committed to each other like you need a little reset that's okay yeah and I thought that yeah that was my mindset. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the Hamptons. Yeah. I'm going to come back and she's going to have her time. She's going to be with her family. And then right. we're going to come back and be like, all good. Or like maybe have a conversation about like speaking to a therapist. And mm-hmm. then like we can work on rebuilding and not rebuilding because like things were not on the ground. But right. it was just like a little crack that needed some some spackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
I leave for the Hamptons. I get there and I see her location. We've been together for four years. Obviously, I have her location. She tells me she's at a bar. She said, I, I went out with this girl mm. and some friends. They're in Williamsburg for the night. I didn't believe that for five fucking seconds. She's on a date with this girl. They went on a date. They went on a date. They went on a date. I'm s- so so no I'm freaking words. out. I, I almost left the Hamptons and came home to my apartment to unlock the key and sit in the sit in my apartment and wait till they got home. I almost Wait, did it and I did wish you I know did, in that but moment they were on a date she told me I'm with X's right. name right uh, this name and friends and, and friends. her friends so then but now you know that's a date but it was a date then well because I because I read her iPad later okay yes get to that get to yes. that so so I get home on Sunday and I came home early from the Hamptons I was gonna stay till like Tuesday I came home early and she was like I'm staying at my mom's and I was like what what why yeah (laughs) like why like what's going on and I'm like I just don't know what's going on also my whole weekend in the Hamptons I was having panic attacks I don't blame you my friends like took care of me and I was like oh I was like unwell Um, I would be too you ever have a panic attack at Surf Lodge because I would not recommend it I know actually multiple people that have oh my god it was the worst night of my life that I would not be well and I would be have trauma Mm -hmm, from that mm mm-hmm like fucking Taylor Swift could have been at Surf Lodge and I was having a panic attack for all I know. Oh my God. Were your friends good about it? So good. We all okay. had like terrible weird nights and, and we all like they took me home immediately. My friend Emily, who is a saint, literally like put me in the bath and was like, oh. we're going to sit here. And I cried oh. and like, I, like I was also like fucked up and I oh was my like, God, no. I was so, it was so bad. Ugh. So eventually I like, begged her to come home um and she her location like was like still in Mur- there was like t- so many times that she was in murray hill that i kept God. being like you're 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 seeing this girl like, oh you God. have been seeing her i just like know it and i accused her of it and before she like i even knew anything i like blocked this girl on instagram and I just kept being like, you are seeing her. And she's like, no, it's not about that. It's about like, I'm just not happy. And like, I'm just done with us. So she broke up with me. And I was like, leave, leave the apartment. Mm-mm. This is mine now. Yeah, it, it's, it wasn't. But I was like, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. So I, she should. so I could only stay there for one night. I had a panic attack the whole night. Um, all my friends like rallied around me. My whole family, like my mom rushed into the city the next Aww. day. Everyone picked me up and just like the if you want to see support, go through a very traumatic breakup. Mm. Well, that's a good thing because sometimes, I mean, it's not a good thing that you went through a traumatic breakup. Oh my God, I'm so but, much stronger because of it. That's true. And and it when you go through times like that, you see the who is really there for you and who your exact support system is. So it's a really amazing thing, even though yeah. you went through that, that you had so many people rallying around you. Yeah, it was it was insane. I've like never felt more support and love I was I was like homeless for a while because I had to like move out of that apartment which was so sad because I I loved that apartment Mm. and I was like I begged her to look in Williamsburg first because it was like where I wanted to go yeah anyway so um fast forward the weeks are going by I'm literally putting one foot in front of the other I went home to Connecticut I came back I was staying with my sister and we were still communicating in small amounts like when it came to like apartment stuff Mm -hmm. 
And we had this phone call that I thought was like really beautiful where she was just like, I'll always love you. I'm sorry. I'm she was like she had a bunch of trips with her family. These are relevant. This is relevant. Mm -hmm. So it's always been my dream to go to Paris. And she went to Paris with her family right after our breakup. Mm -hmm. And I was like supposed to go on that trip, but I didn't end up like booking it. Mm -hmm. They like kept it just the family and I didn't go. But. Paris was like something we always talked about, like like her taking me. Mm. So there's these weird moments that like I would call her and she would talk to me and like we were still fully screaming at each other. But then sometimes I would be like so upset. And she'd be like, how can I like be there for you? I'm sorry. You're so sad. And like there was like a night she was at a cooking class. She was like, I'm at this cooking class with all my home friends. And then I see on Instagram like her lies were so not thought out. She said, I'm with yeah, all my home friends. And then I see her home friends who I am clo- like friendly with, friends with. And they're all at the beach. And I'm oh like, God. who are you? You're not with your home friends. Who are you with? And she like lied to me. She was with this girl. You a would week- think her lies are crazy because even before it's like she was just like, I'm at a restaurant. They I'm were with this so girl. easy to corroborate. And and so I just was so sick of like being, being fed bullshit and like, all of her family like texted me being like we love you just like it was really sweet like I like was breaking up with the family too and, and it was yeah. so sad but end of July early August I get home to my apartment to start either packing it or it was like a time that I was doing like a swap mm-hmm. so like she was leaving mm-hmm. and so she said you can come get like more stuff if mm-hmm. you need fucking bullshit yeah yeah for real yeah me sure like I'll come like get another pair of underwear like (laughs) my apartment yeah in your apartment and I'm like her iPad's here and I had this I just in my stomach I wanted to look at it I knew her password Mm -hmm. I went in I read everything I read every text between them I read when it started and I knew that she deleted stuff above it Mm -hmm. because I knew what happened above it and she thought she was slide deleting up until a certain day. But there was like, I forget how, but there was a way that I saw the deleted shit. And I knew everything. I knew she was sending her flowers like a week after we broke up. She got her a t-shirt when she was in Paris. And there's a photo of her on my bed with the t-shirt that says, I heart Paris in my bed on my comforter. On my sheets that I paid for. In the back of the photo, my side table with my retainer. <laughs> Next to her fucking head. Are yeah, you kidding? I, I would. Really? I would be unwell. I would have like troops coming if in. Someone like, gave me a loaded gun. Like, no, I, I would too. I would too. I was, cl- I was close. I was so close. My friends reeled me in, and they were like, "You're not gonna." When they go low, you go high. Yeah. So see, I wouldn't want to go high. I would want to. I would want to be out for death. I wanted <laughs> to go really low. There were a lot of things. I posted some TikToks that I got some calls about because those were low. Like. I think my ex's employer might have saw the one about like her cheating. Like I posted her (laughs) all the time. Like I posted everything about my life. Like if you break up with someone with a following, that's really dangerous. Like you're asking for it. I'm sorry. Just don't cheat. If you cheat on her. Yeah, that's a thing. Like that should be, come on, just don't cheat. I I had some crazy thoughts. I was going to, I was going to contact this girl's employer. I was so close to the the mistress. Stop. I was going to show up at her apartment. I, I like almost like went to the apartment like, many times after I moved out and just oh like God. wanted to be like um best cherry on top 
she's living there. She moved into my apartment. She's still living there? Yeah, and the girlfriend moved in. Yeah. So. Damn. So I'm better for it. I'm stronger for of it. Of course. But still, that's that's that takes a lot of strength and a lot of being like, okay, I'm just going to fucking chalk this up and, and walk away. Like, yeah. it takes a lot because our brain chemistry is fucking altered after we come out of breakups. Like, the oh anger and yeah. the emotions and the everything like you're not thinking straight like no. you're think you see red and you see it's it's just a different I was seeing red yeah so hard yeah. when I read her iPad it was the most gasoline I've ever felt in oh my, my body God. the adrenaline I I almost like destroyed the apartment I when I moved out think- I almost did so many things and I wrote a letter she had no idea I read the iPad and I wrote a letter explaining I read everything I know everything like and um like your scum like Mm. to do that Mm -hmm. our four-year relationship that we like thought we could look back on and be like this was love like that's the sad part yeah that I still talk about in therapy that I don't have like a look back to be like like this was good and it Mm. was good and it it left it at that Mm -hmm. like and I really thought that I was gonna have that if we ever broke up Mm -hmm. it's always things always she really she really fucked that up yeah things always come out and also I feel like she took advantage of the fact that you really truly trusted her and totally and and you know, that's a healthy and positive thing. Like when you're in a relationship, you should have that trust when you have no reason to not. But yeah. she took advantage of that. And and it's she was, yeah, she was so nonchalant about the fact that she was just kind of running around doing whatever she wanted with no regard. None. For, for you or for anyone else. Yeah. So Ugh. that's crazy. And the girl, oh, I think about like what, like she was thinking. Mm-hmm. I just... Anyway, I'm and better off for it. that girl was single at the time? She was single at the time. I'm friends with her, with her ex, actually. Mm. We bonded. We trauma bonded because she was really fucked up after mm-hmm. finding out. And we, we trauma bonded and we became super tight. Oh, my God. And now those two can go be fucked up together. So. Yeah. And you just got, yeah, you just got to like, there's a certain point where you just got to wish them well and be like, you know what? Uh, it's taken nearly two years it's 2024 so it's almost two years that Mm. it has taken me to really come to a place of like a healthy thought like a healthy feeling about that relationship and everything that happened Mm -hmm. it it takes so long yeah and I and I but if I knew that Tessa was on the other side of it I would do it 10 more times yeah Mm oh So let's get into happy stuff now. So meeting Tessa, like what happened there and were you like expecting to meet someone so soon? And fuck no. Yeah. So like explain how this all happened. Oh, I was so thirsty. I was like, (laughs) I missed out on four years of, of, of dating girls and four unhappy, like not unhappy, like four years of like having like. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want of, to slander of that. having mediocre experiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was ready to get out there, and I tried. I really tried, mm-hmm. but then I meet Tessa, mm-hmm. and it just fucking. Ugh. Um, I saw her on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I saw her little fucking cooking video, <laughs> and I'm like, "Who is this? 
who is this? She looks gay and she is so hot. Yeah. This girl's She could turn so many straight girls. No, like, I, I literally, I like saw her and I was like, oh my God, because she has swag. She has so, so much swag. swag. She is so cool. Like, I'm like, oh my God, you're so cool. She still gives me butterflies. Oh, stop it. She's so fucking cute. Um, So I see her and I know, I go to her Instagram. I'm like stalking her. I'm like, who is this? She says she lives in Connecticut. And she lives in the town that I grew up in. And I'm like, oh my God. I know every, every like cool every fucking person. Who is an influencer cool lesbian in Connecticut? <laughs> what? Who is she? Mm-hmm. So I text a mutual friend. Oh, we played like a little game. I like followed her. She followed me. I hit a like. She hit a like. It was just like back and forth. And then I text this friend from high school. I'm like, who is this? You follow her. You know her. Like, what's going on? Is she straight or is she gay? And is she single? And the girl's like, oh, my God. She's recently single. She is not straight. You're right. <laughs> she, like, I know her from my uh, college roommate. It's her cousin. I'm like, oh. oh, my God. Should I, like, hit her up? She's like, I think you could just, like, DM her. I think she'll answer. And I'm like, okay. So I hit her with a hey. <laughs> and she she answers and we have this like little conversation and tessa you said she is such swagger Mm -hmm. she gave me fucking breadcrumbs she was like what's up oh my god i'm like you ever new york she's like not really (laughs) i'm like please give me something i'm like trying to i'm trying to hook up here do you think she She like didn't know she knew she just knew that i was this little like bitch girl that she was like I know who you are. I know Sister Snacking. Yeah. Like, you're going to come to me. Like, come to me. Oh, so, my God. She just was playing it so cool. And, like, she did it so effortlessly. And she left me with, um. well, if you're ever home in Connecticut, we'll go out. You're like, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I'm not going home anytime soon. I don't want to go home. I want to be in New York. So I go, I think I, like. I, I said like oh because I already said like if you're ever in New York so I can't be like well if you're in New York yeah so I can't repeat that so I said okay well till that happens here's my number and I left it okay she texted, well played she texted me well played she texted me and I'm literally <laughs> going like she texted me um she texted me something about like where like what are your favorite restaurants in Connecticut then like you're the restaurant queen we started talking and it was one of those conversations where neither of our bubbles were like leaving the chat. Like mm-hmm. I'd answer and she started typing. So I'm like, we're sitting here and she goes, LMAO, like we should just FaceTime. This is the first time we have texted. Oh my God. And I am so bold. I have nothing to lose. Yeah, of course. I hit FaceTime. I she, just... she picks up. I'm literally in my pajamas. I have my retainers and I took them out no. when, I hit, when I hit FaceTime. Stop. Swear to God. I was in, it was the last night that I was in my old apartment in Williamsburg too. Oh my God. It was the final night. My shit was packed in boxes all around me and the movers came in the morning. So I'm sitting there. I, it was just crazy. So I'm on the phone with this girl. We start talking and she's like, we're just getting to know each other. And it was so weird. Cause I'm like, I don't know who you are. And I'm sitting here in my pajamas. Like I'm wearing like a large Knicks tee <laughs> and like my, like I'm fucking serumed oh up my God. and I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> and she liked it and we just started talking and we talked until the sun came up we oh fell asleep God. on it was so lesbian it was so gay <laughs> we fell asleep on the phone 
we woke up I woke up at like seven when the movers were coming and I was like you have to come get a coffee with me she's like I'm coming for the walk like she woke up like we were literally we didn't hang up it was crazy and I said I'll hang up I'll call you when I'm done moving so so I moved out and within like three days she came to visit me oh my god she drove in one night came to see me and we spent like six days together straight it was like a six day first date oh my god the rest is literally history like she is the most like kind like the biggest heart I've ever met and she literally taught me like the bare minimum like Mm. she would do the most bare minimum things and I would start crying I was in like a very I was so mourning I was you were raw you were yeah and she was the most patient she was literally like so there for me when I'm literally getting over someone Mm. like I'm crying in her arms about another girl for months and she was just there she was like something good is here and I like love you and I'm not going anywhere and so she's amazing that's like another level to be able to comfort you when you're going through that but still while you're falling for someone like that's not something you hear every day no and I was falling for her it was much slower than she fell for me mm -hmm. um she just like she was had an open heart at the time and I didn't yeah so um I was just open to like not pushing her out when I was like still grieving Mm -hmm. and it like it worked out and she like my favorite saying that she taught me was when you learn to lick love oh wait (laughs) When you're, sorry, sorry, the saying she taught me that I love is when you're not spoon fed love, you learn to lick it off knives. Huh. And I went from licking love off knives to being like poured, like deep throated love. Oh by my her. God. And so, yeah, people have no idea. They just see her like making fucking short rib pasta and they don't understand the girl behind it. And oh. it's like. I know it's like a mystery and I'm like she's gonna get mad that I'm literally like spilling the tea that how she's amazing and she's gonna be like Cass like you're ruining my vibe (laughs) (laughs) sorry baby I love you you're ruining Um, the vibe no but she does she has a an energy about her yeah like and you guys together it just is so it like coming from if you guys want the tea on their relationship no I just feel like seeing you guys together it feels very comfortable and like home and like and you saw me before. Like, so I you, did. Like, do you remember when we were at the Vibral event? I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, she yeah. got me, she yes. got me. And you were like, and what I, the fuck? I, and I was like, I've I don't know. I've never been so shook in my entire life mm-hmm. because I just thought that was it for you. I thought, like, I would literally talk about it with my family. I'm like, I'll be at the wedding. Like, I literally thought that was. You, you'll be at this one. I, how fuck yeah, I will. <laughs> well, we're not going to have a big wedding, but you'll see what we do. And it'll be fucking yeah. iconic and you'll be there. Oh, my God. Um, no, yeah, you guys are just, you seem just just comfortable and there's so much love there's so much yeah there's so much and like it's just like so good and I really think that people need to understand that if you are on a path that is not meant for you God is literally gonna shove you the fuck off Mm -hmm. of it and that's what he did to me because I was sitting there like complacent and I there were times I was like I think I deserve better Mm. like I think I deserve better treatment and like more in my last relationship but I was like we're down this path I'll be happy like it's okay and I remember I would convince myself like this is the rest of my life like I I have the tools to like know how to just like make myself happy Mm. 
which is so fucked up don't do that yeah yeah don't do that you you, you're trying to convince yourself that like it's almost but it's almost like it's a coping mechanism it's like yeah you it was yeah it was and I started therapy like right before my breakup Mm. and she literally reminds me every time like we had a session yesterday and she's Mm -hmm. like do you remember when you first met me and you were like I have to make myself less emotional to make my girlfriend happy. Mm. And she was like, I remember I opened the call and was like, no, yeah. what? maybe there's something else going on. Yeah. And, and I like, couldn't believe that mm-hmm. like, like I'm like very strong and very smart. I couldn't believe I made myself so small for someone. Mm-hmm. But it happens to everyone because that's what love will do to you. Like, I think you, um, also convince yourself like the idea you love this idea of you guys as a couple you love this idea of this person and you build it up and so it's like and the family like I was very close with her family and of like worse I still miss like the, it's sad because I had no problems with any of them and like yeah it makes of course me, you break up with the, the family. family yeah I know and that's a huge part of it too but it's like but it's what you said I think it's always there's something better for you and um, there's just a path that you're meant to be on yeah and if you're not on it you're gonna get shoved and it might fucking hurt but it's for a reason yeah yeah when someone's first just like a little piece of advice like when someone's first going through that breakup in the beginning and they feel very lost and like what do I do next like do you have any advice of kind of what you did to pick yourself up I know yeah. you said you were going through the motions but there there are definitely stages and I actually know someone going through mm-hmm. a very similar time mm-hmm. and it's brought up a little bit of trauma yeah. it's brought up a little bit of PTSD and yeah. like a little bit of a lot of remembering um when I've been giving her this advice but the first thing first stage you just have to put one foot in front of the mm-hmm. other and feel everything mm-hmm. just cry like you have nowhere to be you have nothing to do and just 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 be eventually you will say I need to stand up and then eventually you will need to go whether it's work or school or go get food you need to go do that Mm -hmm. and slowly 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 life will feel like this is life again and you will learn to be without that person and the distance from the trauma to like where like one day you'll look up and be like it was a month ago and then and then it'll be a year. Mm-hmm. So you have to just do the natural things as like a human to like keep yourself fed, keep yourself bathed, clothed, like those things. And like maybe a little retail therapy, maybe I went a massage. I went to rescue spa like within a week. I was like should. $400 <laughs> facial. Yes. Yes. I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this for no reason. I'm unwell. <laughs> what else? Um, but the stages are real. Like mm-hmm. when you're mourning, there's like, what is it? Like grief. Yeah, the stages of grief. Sadness. Yeah. Like anger. Yeah. Anger is the best one. Go be yeah. angry. Literally, yeah. go be fucking angry. Run around New York and yell, fuck you to yeah. everyone. Yeah, and look hot doing it. Like, and look hot. Yeah. Ma- oh my God, make yourself feel hot. Yeah. It feels so good to be like, wait, I'm so sick. Yeah. Ugh. That's a good feeling. I, that is a good feeling. And you might not, you might feel like shit on the inside, but it's going to do something a little mm-hmm. bit. It's going to change a little bit and be like, oh wait, I look good. Go, <laughs> go meet people. Like you're, you look so good. Get your hair blown out. Just pay for it. Don't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Just go move your body to yeah. like the salon, yeah. the tanning, like do you want yeah. to do like a few, you don't have to physically do anything but yeah. move. And For real. 
it's the process. It's part of it. And I think so many people are going through breakups right now. I don't know why. What's in the air? I don't know. Saturn return? I don't know. Yeah, like, like something's, I don't there's know. There's a moon thing. There's a, yeah, yeah, yeah the microwave. The <laughs> yeah, the microwaves Mercury's are doing it. in the microwave. Totally. And, and yeah, people are like opening eyes and like, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Yeah. No, it is crazy, but. Um, the four horsemen, I don't know. Apocalypse, whatever. <laughs> something's in New the York air. New York City's sinking. Venice the, is sinking. Yeah, I yeah. Don't the know. world is ending anyways. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and for giving your advice. And I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to I it. I so. Yeah, for real. Where can everyone find you? Oh, my God. So many places. Plug all the places. Sister snacking on everything. Car underscore shop on TikTok. Car Shapiro on Instagram. That's where I am. Love. You'll see some cameos at lamb underscore chop 97. Yes, I'm for there sure. sometimes. I love the couple videos. Keep it coming. I like this forgot. We were on a time limit. I was like, wait, are we done? No, yeah. I like forgot. I mean, we could keep going. We could go no, for no. hours, honestly. I know, honest. I know. Um, also, if you guys haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, give this a five-star rating and re- review. I still can't do the outro, right? Like, I just... You got every, this. Every time. Do it one more time. Um, With some gumption. <laughs> You got it. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Give this a five-star rating and review. And you can follow us on Instagram at RealWithCW and on TikTok at RealWithCarlyWeinstein. And we love you and we will see you in the next episode. Love. Guys, we have a guest. Uh, Someone just knocked on the door. So let's get into it. (laughs) I can move over. Yeah, Jesus. I'm sitting on your feet. We're a couple now. Thank you. It's easy, so she can't mix up our names. Yeah, you, you can never call I actually, the wrong name. I made a mistake. I was coming in. I go, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to the apartment. He goes, Carly, and I was like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. And I was like, that's not the Carly he was oh. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Other Carly. Carly. Other Carly. What a wonderful.